dig. What's up, listeners? This week, we are going to do a quick dig on the new Game of Thrones sequel, House of the Dragon. And I myself am a gigantic fan of both the books and the show, even if season eight was not great. But uh, I'm really excited for this. So I got to know, what have you guys watched it? And what do you think about it so far? I am, from the get-go, man, was a fan. And as you mentioned for Game of Thrones, I know the series finale left a bad taste in a lot of fans' mouth and House of Dragons probably. I know a lot of people are like, eh, I'm not really interested in it with how it ended. But for myself, I'm very much so of like, hey, man, it's new content. I'm going to give it a shot. And if it works, it works. And for the first three episodes, it is working for me a lot, man. It's been really good, intense. Casting's been great. So, yeah. Curious to hear your guys' thoughts on it as well. Yeah, definitely five scoops for sure. I think it's really hard not to compare it to Game of Thrones, other than like you were saying, Chris, the last episode. But Game of Thrones came out swinging heavy with some crazy shit. Incest, friggin' killing people, backstabbing, which I haven't seen a lot of yet. I mean, it has been happening like a slow burn, but I think mainly getting that dragon action right away is really interesting. And the third episode definitely solidified it for like some shit's about to go down and we already know more more seasons are signed up so i'm enjoying it i was in the same boat of kind of like what chris was saying or a lot of the fans were thinking of like oh season eight what is this going to be but i'm such a huge fan of game of thrones universe i was like i'm gonna watch it no matter what and yeah like you were saying right from the get-go loved it damon targaryen's probably got to be my favorite character so far played by matt smith he's just ruthless and it reminded me of just like why I love Game of Thrones. I'm like, damn, this gritty, realistic world, very well acted, very, the sets and everything are good. And just br brutal, man. The brutal fighting going on is crazy. And I, I think like you're saying, Alex, it's a slow burn right now, but I feel like it's getting to the point where all that political stuff's going to start popping off. Oh, yeah. Definitely setting up, not slow, slow burn, but yes, in, in, in Game of Thrones land, a slow burn. But I think that they are really... There's so many different directions that it could take. I want to hypothesize so many options that I think I'm wrong with, but I really hope one thing is that I kind of want to see Rhaenyra's become queen and fuck some shit up, or maybe not. Yeah, Rhaenyra's? I, Rhaenyra, yeah. Yeah, I'm curious of how that's all going to play out. And again, if you've come to this point, you know, we're not going to spoil too much. We might have some theories, but... But I am curious to see if she's actually going to take the throne. As we see saw in episode three, she's kind of in that limbo area. And there's a bit of a time jump where you do see King Viserys and he finally has his firstborn son. And everyone's just assuming that that's going to be his heir. But he already, you know, announced that Rhaenyra would be his heir. And like I said, she's just sort of she's she's, she's like a teenager. So she's moody and she doesn't know where her place is at in the world. And I'm just curious if she's going to stay on the good side or if she is pushed too far to a certain area that she might might fucking be kind of more leaning towards of being a hard ass queen. But I guess we'll have to see if that pans out. Yeah, dude, she's like an angsty teenager with a dragon, man. It's just uh, not not a great combination always. <laughs> 
Yeah, I feel like you're saying though, she seems to give off that feeling like she's loyal to her family and like doing the right thing. So maybe being a hard ass, yes, but that scene obviously where she when she goes to Dragonstone and obviously she shouldn't have done that, but she knew what she had to do and she got shit done. Because if she she hadn't have gone, what would have happened? Shit would have went down probably. And she pretty much showed her force and peacefully solved this solve the problem yeah seems like she's always gonna do like you're saying stay loyal to her family and do what's right not necessarily fall to like the dark side but she's gonna do whatever it needs to take to get it done like she's not gonna stay within like the rules like she's not scared to go to that gray area to accomplish her mission and it's gonna be interesting like you were saying fig they've already done the one time jump and this story is gonna take place over the course of 30 years so there's gonna be a couple more oh, of those shit. and be really interesting to see how they handle the characters and like all the different dragons that should show up. I didn't read these books like I had the original Game of Thrones one. So it's kind of cool to not know like anything mm-hmm. where it's going. I, I really like that. Now you're saying 30 years. So they can only keep those same young characters for so long. Like eventually, of course, they're probably going to bring in new actors. I assume. I mean, they could make them look older. Yeah, if you look on uh, IMDb for this, and there's been a lot of articles about it. It's not like a huge spoiler. They already have casts for them at different time periods in their lives. So we will be seeing them. It was like adults and possibly even old age as well. Interesting, dude. Which is an interesting take for, you know, this series. Because the original Game of Thrones, I mean, they had, you could see scenes from the past. But you didn't really see main characters aging you know yeah they of course they naturally aged over the the 10 year span but to see a time jump i'm like oh shit that's pretty interesting and like you said i'm curious because game of thrones the game of thrones franchise is not shy of killing off main characters so i'm curious if a main character is going to die i kind of think king viserys obviously a 30 year time jump he's not going to last that long but i'm like is he going to have a a net stark fate where you know, he gets turned on. Is he going to get killed by his brother Damien or or what? I mean, I don't think Renera will go down that, that path, but I don't know. I, I, part of me just feels like it'd be interesting if she kind of did, you know, but I'm more of a protagonist kind of person. I kind of hope she does stay good and maybe she has to avenge her father because I don't know. I just have a feeling that King Viserys is not going to last past season one, but that's just my theory. Well, he's got that weird fucking sickness going on where like his wounds aren't healing. So I don't know. It's not like grayscale from Game of Thrones. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Maybe he's already been like poisoned or afflicted or something, or maybe it's just some genetic shit. But his one finger is like black as fuck, dude. You know, put his hand in all those maggots. I didn't I didn't I didn't catch why that happened. But what did you guys think? If you remember the first season of Game of Thrones or the book? when the king goes on a hunting trip and they all go on their hunting trip to honor the the newborn and i was just like oh shit are we gonna have a repeat here king's gonna get fucked up by like a boar and uh die that way but i knew they weren't gonna do that but i wondered if they kind of hinted a little like trying to troll us like oh maybe maybe he's gonna die Ooh, maybe some foreshadowing do you guys feel that the king the hand of the king do you feel like there's some scheming going on? Oh, dude, like one gajillion right? He's percent. like, here's my daughter. And then he's like, oh, and I was like, are you like scheming in a good way? Because you just want to be like royalty? Or are you just like, once he dies, we're in charge? I don't know. 
I definitely think he's, he strikes me as almost a more competent little finger. Like he's already got some station and power mm. and he's definitely, I, I see him as trying to get more station and power. Like he married his daughter off to the king to become like, you know what I mean? That elevates your family so fucking high. Oh, and yeah, for dude, his 100%. grandson is going to eventually be king one day or his granddaughters or whoever, you know, could mm-hmm. rise to the throne. Like your family's going to be in power for a shit long time, dude. Oh, dude, it's wild. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name correct. Rise Iphones, who's a, a terrific actor. And he's, I think he's just in the shadows playing, just playing the long con, playing the chess. And he even tells his daughter, like, aren't you happy that your son will be king one day? And just kind of alluding to like, this is our investment right here. Like, mm-hmm. and it panned out. So I, I would kind of be a little weary of, of him. And he seems loyal but it's like is that loyal just because for the sake of being loyal and he knows he has a good he has a good outlook in the kingdom right now but i can honestly see him turning too as well so it's game of thrones man it's game of thrones yeah exactly dude so much could happen i'm not season one i'm not familiar with the actor's name but the guy who plays corliss valerian the the other uh the family head of the other family who made it out of Illyria back here, and he's married to the aunt who almost became the queen who never was. Dude, those two actors, him and her, they have such good chemistry and play off each other so well. Like he's become one of my favorite characters in this man. I know there's all that stupid bullshit drama, like, oh, they put a fucking black person in the show. It's so stupid. That's dumb because he's an amazing actor and he's killing it, dude. I I really am interested in seeing what's going on with this storyline with him and Damon trying to like branch off and do their own thing. Yeah, I'd be excited to see what happens. And and it's just the tip of the iceberg where they were kind of doubting Damon, which means, you know, that 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 alliance might not last. I mean, we might see some people change minds. Obviously, the ending of episode three changes things up about their their uh their opinion of Damon because he kind of kicked some massive ass in the end, but really excited to see obviously the whole Valerian bloodline and stuff like that. Like they weren't dragon users, but yet they're very powerful family, just like the Targaryens. Um, I'm excited. I agree. Yeah, they were, uh, Valyria was the continent that they were all originally from. And there's this thing called the Doom of Valyria where the whole continent was destroyed, basically. And it's never really been explained in universe what happened, but the Targaryens and the Valerians were the only two families to make it out. And they like saw in a dream to leave the continent. And that's why like wow. uh, Viserys a lot has like faith in his dreams. You'd notice he talks about like, I saw it in a dream mm-hmm. or whatever. And uh, that's why they like that shit. Yeah, that's cool. I wish they would have shown that, man. Gone way back and explained that. They still could. Yeah, we were talking about uh, episode three and how, I mean, the first two episodes were great. They started off great, as you said, Alex. Game of Thrones and this franchise has always been somewhat of a, a slow burn with a mix of action in it. And it's always good because you love the characters, you love the the drama and the story of it. But episode three, as we mentioned, the them against the, what are they called? The crab feeders is what they're calling. Crab feeder kingdom. The crab king. Yeah, yeah the crab know. feeder was that guy who leads them, I believe. So his, his whatever sailors they're called, our pirates. Yeah, and gnarly. dude, and it's so great just to, like you mentioned, to see dragons in full force being used in the army and them setting up a game plan and just 
just Damien being a fucking badass dude. I was like, there's no way he's they're surrendering. At first, I was like, maybe he didn't want his brother's help. So he's like, fuck it. I'd rather surrender than take my brother's help. But then just pull the total fucking William Wallace. He's like, nah, he thought I was surrendering. Fuck that. Just murking fools. And then, like they said, that plan just went into full action. And brutal, dude. Just such brutalness, which is just Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones style, and it's been so awesome just to see the high action power mixed in with you know the the drama of of the series. Uh, what you just said about like already getting to see the dragons in action, I can't agree with more. Like it was cool in Game of Thrones; it was such a slow burn. So when you finally got to see the dragons like do something cool, you're like, "Holy shit!" But this was right off the bat. You have people who are not afraid of them they're experienced dragon riders they know how to use them in battle they've fought with them before and they're just kicking ass with them and you can tell there's going to be a lot more of that to come and like there's the dragon eggs and stuff so i wonder with it taking place over such a timeline if we're going to see them as full-fledged dragons i'm really stoked about that that aspect of the show and that that whole action sequence man was so badass dude like you were saying you're like it's like how is he gonna pull this off especially once he started fighting against them and like hundreds are running at him you're like what what the fuck is gonna happen here and uh they pulled that shit off it was badass yeah i'm really hoping we see some dragon battles i i assume it's gonna happen oh yeah the, the dragons are gonna battle in the air Damon's dragon versus Rhaenyra's dragon or other dragons we haven't seen but the detail to these dragons are just vicious looking man like so dope dude yeah the cinematography and just the the CG I mean Game of Thrones was always really good but I feel like having updated technology is just adding to that and you know we we're talking a little bit off pod just the realism of it I mean yeah it's a fantasy world but it feels very real and it just immerses you into the story I'm like god damn this looks so so beautiful too as well just it's it's a visual spectacle with what we all just talked about and it's been damn good so far yeah like the realism makes you feel like if you went back in time somehow maybe you could have found this happening somewhere you know what i mean like it's really cool in that aspect oh yeah. yeah i was gonna say seeing dragonstone again you know when when daenerys finally makes it to dragonstone showing the same room and the same area that she walked into except that place thousands of years years earlier had her family members there running it it was just really cool to kind of see the same set um that takes place in game of thrones but just way in advance yeah same thing with uh king's landing and like the mm-hmm. iron throne and all that and they're talking about all these other places you see like the stark family come down from winterfell and he's like oh i'm rick and stark and you're like oh shit man like just it's really really all those cool little callbacks are uh i really enjoy them mm-hmm. and it's nice that you don't have to watch game of thrones to watch this show i mean you pick up on a lot more but i have a lot of like co-workers and stuff who are never into that they're like dude i've been watching house of dragon and i mean it's i know what's going on you know right. so um, I want to ask you guys if you weren't thinking about it. What what do you hope to see? What are you hoping to see more of in the show? I guess. What do you what are you hopeful of? What do you think might happen? Or what do you what do you kind of want to see? I would love more of what we got in episode three. Of course, not every episode can be action filled, but I guess just the the chemistry of all these characters and just maybe a little bit more of the action intertwined with it in like a good amount. I mean, of course I would love to see more action over it, but yeah, I would see that. And like you said, Alex, dragon battles is what I want to see. Dragon battles, baby. I third that for dragon battles. That's one of the number one things I'm looking forward to. Uh, I mean, I mentioned it earlier, but I really want to see these time jumps handled well and hope that these different actors can carry the, 
you know, the previous actors so well, because like Renera is going to get one. And I really enjoy who her actor is. But yes. I, I have faith that they're going to do it well. And just more like the big, huge battle scenes were cool. But seeing like the tournament and the one on one fighting, I really want to see some dope uh, sword battles in this. That's some of the coolest things I thought from Game of Thrones. They did some really dope like one on one fights. Jamie Lannister fighting just about anyone in that series was awesome. So oh, yeah, hoping to see some of that thrown down. Hell yeah, man. I would, I know the previous ones and I only read the first book, but how each chapter was in the perspective of a different character. And while it did start with the Starks, this one obviously is around the Targaryens, but hopefully it'll stick to the Game of Thrones kind of idea where we will see some big characters from different ends. Like it won't just be focused on the Targaryens. Like hopefully we will see other stories pop out that will come together. I mean, ultimately with Game of Thrones, it was Daenerys, a whole episode with Daenerys and her journey. And then a whole other episode with the Lannisters and then a whole other episode with the Stark. So hopefully they'll bring more families in. I know it doesn't have to be like Game of Thrones, but I liked that. I loved how these stories kind of interwoven and then they spread out and then they came back together again. So if we could see some of that, I'd be pretty stoked. Yeah, I agree, man. I mean, it's like the the vastness. It made the world of Game of Thrones seem big. And I mean, we're getting a little bit of that now, but it seems a little bit more, I guess, secluded. What is the family or the other house? that they kept saying they didn't want to go to war with the stones the free stones or uh they didn't want to go to, to war with the free cities which okay. is like across the sea which would be like like pentos and all that from okay. game of thrones if i'm i could so be do you wrong. think maybe that was foreshadowing like we might see that pop up that'd be kind of cool to see i'm sure i'm sure it'll happen if this is the first season we know how crazy game of thrones got and how how much it how much it happened i mean the first season alone was just really small compared to what actually happened in the end so really excited with where they're going they have plenty of shows coming up it looks like yeah i I definitely hope they flesh out the world a little bit in this one more too. All right, dudes. Well, thanks for that quick dig on House of the Dragon. We should talk about it again at the end of the season and uh, see how we feel about it then. Thanks yeah. for digging. Catch your listeners later. All right, guys. Dracarys, I'm out. Be-